This episode of The Final Forecast is brought to you in part by The Book Exchange, where Mountaineers go since 1934. Recorded live in quarantine and social isolation in West by God, Virginia, and across the world, with your hosts, Kevin Jones, Deshaun Butler, John Flowers, and our lovely co host, Ashley. This is the final forecast. Get involved and follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Final Forecast. Yo, welcome to a special edition of the Final Forecast today. Blah, blah. With me, your host, Jay Flo. Got my boy KJ with me. Yep. Got my guy, Deshaun Butler, with me. What up? And our lovely co host, Ash. That's me. Yeah, man. Special special episode today. Oh my God, Deshaun Butler, man. Got inducted to the Hall of Fame. Appreciate the love, guys. I love you. Man, let's talk about it. Uh, what what can I say? I mean, it's uh, I'm very uh, lucky. I'm glad I uh, got uh, the... How uh, can I put this? I'm glad uh, that, uh, that it happened. You know, obviously, uh, you know, the uh, rules for the Hall of Fame and everything like that. But uh, still, I'm just happy it happened. And it's something that uh, we can look back on, all, the, all of us all together, and just be like, yeah, this is like my guy like that did something well and we helped him do that and it was like a together thing you know what i'm saying like any award it's like a together thing you know it's funny that you say that because yesterday joe and i were talking about Deshaun, you know getting into the hall of fame and i was like you know what i am so proud not just because he's in the hall of fame but because he's such a good dude Deshaun's one of the nicest people i've ever met in my entire life and those are facts Speaking of lying to the people, I, <laughs> I was, was going to say, you probably don't <laughs> know that many people, Ashley, if you think that's the case. That's I knew true. Kevin was going to interject, and John just, already sucked his teeth. So I, I didn't say a word. To enjoy everything that Ash said. I didn't do anything. Hey, hey nah, no, all, all jokes aside, though, Big Rel, I, um, I agree with everything Ashley said and just playing with you. I, I never obviously never played with Jerry West and he has a statue outside the Coliseum. So that's that. But to me, in my eyes, you're the goat. So Amen. thank you, Kevin. Yes. I appreciate it. So you're already, and you've been better, a better basketball player than me. Oh no, don't years. stop lying so I appreciate it. to everybody. <laughs> stop lying to everybody. Thank you. I appreciate it. it like, how the WVU athletic hall of fame was instituted in 1991 to recognize those athletes that have helped pioneer W athletics into one of the most respected programs in the nation. The initial group of inductees were selected from six different time periods. Former athletes, coaches, and administrators are eligible for selection 10 years following their association with WVU. Since that initial induction class in 1991, nearly 200 WVU athletes and administrators have been enshrined. Tough. Like, how does, how does it feel, Dave? Like, how do you feel about that? Like, is it like a big deal for you? I really don't know. It's just like, I'm not going to lie to you. Uh, I, I talked to uh, Shane Lyons about it, like, I want to say a month ago. And I literally, a lot of you know, I forgot that there was going to be an announcement yesterday at all. And then all of a sudden, I just started getting a bunch of messages. And then I was like, all right, cool. Well, I know what this is about. But still, so like, it's, it. you said what? <laughs> you, knew, you knew about it and didn't tell us. 
Well, I knew about it, but he, they told me that uh, it was nothing that, you know, was going to happen. Like, there wasn't going to be any ceremonies or anything like that. So I was like, all right, cool. I'd rather, like, you know, save it for when we all can, like, be together. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. Like, as opposed to, like, we can't even, you know, celebrate or do anything now. So I was like, all right, I'd rather save it for when we all can be together, hang out, yada, yada, yada. So you know what you should do, right? Talk this to me. Jay Floor and the time of speaking. You should hold your own ceremony. I mean, I was wanting to go that direction with you personally, but <laughs> <laughs> like if I did anything, I probably would want to have involved everybody that kind of like helped me do all the things I did. Like you guys are partly the reason I, like I said, I said, I couldn't have done half of what I did without everybody assisting to let me do these things. So like, why wouldn't I want to do something to involve everybody through everybody's like whatever businesses through whatever, but everybody's like, whatever they're doing, I would want to do something that involved all of my, my guys. So now, I'm not even talking about a business standpoint, but like for like, you can get like all the friends, like it, it could be, it would be a big deal. I think if, you know what I'm saying? You play. No, that. Trust me. I, I definitely agree. But then like I was just saying, like, that's the way I would want to do it. It's just to make sure I involve everybody. Cause like, yeah. It wasn't just me that did anything. Like I couldn't have done any of the things I did without the managers and friggin' like guys like Mark Richmond and Kyle Triggs and then working out with you, working out with Kevin, working out with Ebanks, you know, steel sharp and steel and all that stuff. Like I couldn't have done any of those things. And then just, you know, obviously me putting the work in and working with Coach Harrison and working with Coach Martin and Coach Huggins and those guys, like, you know, it's a whole everybody thing. So like I was just, once again, like, that was basically, you know, it's like uh, if I had to have it my way to do it the way I want to do it, I would want everybody to be there because, like, there's no one person that didn't absolutely, like, help me get to that point. So It's tough. Well, it is a great accomplishment, and congrats. You definitely deserve it. I think oh, it's over, thanks, overdue. I think they should retire your jersey. You're still pushing for that. Did Shane say anything about that shit? Just missed it. <sighs> well, like I told you before, it's a stretch with uh, certain scenarios, but uh, I would right. never. I don't need to talk to him or anybody else about that stuff. Like I'll just let. If it comes, it comes. Like if it doesn't, whatever. Like I know how I feel about everything. So. <laughs> if you love to show your WVU school spirit with the latest fashion and styles, and with a wide selection of WV merch, check out the Book Exchange at bookexchangewv.com. Save 25% off your order with promo code BX4FINAL4. It is what it is. We had some, uh, we had some of your friends uh, send a few messages in, uh, Deshaun. Oh, wow. Would you like to listen to some of those? Why not? Let's see what these friends have to say. Congratulations, Deshaun. It's such great news. Uh, I just saw on social media and everything that you, you're going to be in a Hall of Fame and it's well-deserved. Uh, you've been such an inspiration for so many people around the world because of your work ethic and your hard work and your passion for the game of basketball. I am so proud to be a part of a team that you led and you carried with us. Uh, taking the bigger portion, of course, uh, on your shoulders. But most importantly, I am so grateful to be able to call your friend. Thank you for everything 
all the great memories and the best moments of our lives. Thank you, big brother. Eh. She made me cry. Jeez. So, uh, me one starting off with starting off with Turk, that kind of Yeah. He's not the that last. Was, that was Turk? Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what do you know? His English, his English got a lot better, <laughs> bro. Are you kidding me, DZ? I thought we was watching Scooby Doo. <laughs> what the? But yeah, like Yo, Kev, who do you think that was? Yeah, I did not know that was turned. But yeah, he has, he has some points. Like definitely. Affected people's lives from around the world, not just West Virginia. Like that's just, uh, we we got crazy. we got two more. Uh, Dude, John is silly, bro. <laughs> Truck Bryant tapping in. I just want to say a huge congratulations to one of my favorite teammates, Deshaun Butler, on being inducted to the Hall of Fame. That's big time right there. Nothing like nothing like having him as a teammate and as a big brother off the court. Much love, brother. We got Mr. Unmatched himself. Once again. Good job, Dave. How much you had to pay for that, Dave? <laughs> oh, God. $9,000. Definitely broke the damn bank. Guaranteed. And Dave, then, you couldn't get a Johnny West or... Johnny West said he would send it, but uh, didn't get around to it. Yeah, I hit everybody up, including this guy. You're everybody a piece of shit producer. How about that? Deshaun Wellington Smith here. Teammate, brother, hey man, congratulations uh, on a fantastic career at West Virginia University. Uh, your induction into the West Virginia Hall of Fame is long overdue. Um, so proud of you, so happy for you, and looking forward to attending that ceremony in 2021 and congratulate you in person. Hope all is well, my friend, and congratulations again. Aww. Nope. Oh, hey, bro, your ceremony gonna be lit, bro. Mm-hmm. Oh, D. Yep, I can't wait. I'm gonna set I'm, it up, Flo. I don't know if I'm gonna go to the. I'm gonna go to the WVU one. I'll probably be overseas. I might have to come home for that though. Like, it's really gonna be lit. Oh, we're not doing anything until you get here. So. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, we asked our we asked our listeners and our fans and said what their favorite moment was. And A. Thompson underscore 55 said, when I partied with him and he bought me a beer. Uh, <laughs> K. Cueva624 said, the Big East Tourney game winner was their, was their highlight of you. Uh, Matt Kelly310 says, the picture of you and him and Rich Wah high-fiving in Rich Wah's office. Uh, you know who Rich Wah is? Yeah, Richmond. Mark Rich Yo, Wah. can we like reminisce about some of these times instead of oh sorry i was just going through all of them that's fine appreciate it day just let's fast forward that's all good no i was gonna let you get to it afterward i just wanted to read out them all but go ahead he's a fucking idiot they read this at your funeral like just ran off (laughs) yeah he graduated he didn't like damn that time (laughs) dave went to the store and came back and he had a scratch uh the time i love you dave (laughs) jerk (laughs) <laughs> so the Big East Tourney game winner, that was uh, K Cueva 624's uh, highlight of you, Deshaun. You want to talk about that? I mean, which one? He hit about five of them, didn't he? Every, didn't he hit a game winner every game in the Big East Tournament? <laughs> uh, I think so. I think it was definitely against Cincinnati and definitely against Georgetown. I don't know about Notre Dame. Notre nah, Dame, too. Nah, it, it was Notre Dame. It, I don't think it was Notre Dame. Uh-uh. I think uh, somebody else scored the basket and then Wellington got a rebound or something yeah. like that. Nick, you scored the, you didn't score the basket? I don't think I scored that basket. Uh, I don't think so. Uh, nah. 
But um, I mean, he'd scored it to to win the tournament. So I think that's the one he's talking <laughs> about against Georgetown. <laughs> I think that's the one. But if he didn't score the other ones, we wouldn't have won the tournament. True. And obviously. Obviously. Logan, what was your favorite memory? I don't know. I, uh, like, actually watching, like, I did. I wasn't, like, tuned into W basketball all that much in 2010, but, like, whenever I became a fan of W basketball, I probably watched the uh, Deshaun Butler, like, game-winning buzzer beater video on YouTube. I've probably seen that, like, close to 200 times because it's just the most crazy video I've ever seen. Like, you can have a video that long of just all game winners. All game winners, yeah. Like, that was how do you? How are you that clutch? Like, I don't understand. Like, how you can just get those shots to fall at the. At I the know. Moment. Like, that's just crazy. When you're playing against John Flowers, Devin E. Banks, <laughs> Kevin Jones, and you're fighting for treadmill time. Anything <laughs> is possible. <laughs> it Anything what, is possible. That's a good question, though. Like, what was going through your head during these game winners? Like, it's a different mentality that you have to have. What's your mentality when you have the ball? The hugs draw up these plays for you all the time, or. How did that work? Hell, you asking that question for? <laughs> I, re- I remember the biggest, the biggest tournament. Right. He drew up all the plays for you, but I'm not gonna lie to you. So freaking the funny to to me in my mind is how this works though. But I could I could possibly be wrong, and I'm probably exaggerating it a ton. But when um like the summer before I went to uh I went to before my senior year I went to like USA uh USA basketball whatever the case may be, and. I went there and I was playing and while I was there, I was almost getting ready to get cut. And um, Jim Beheim kind of like stopped him from cutting me because he was like, you're going to need somebody to like randomly score from time to time. And he's a good scorer, so keep him there. So while I was there, like all these guys that we had on our schedule were going to be there. Like there was a bunch of dudes from Marquette or a bunch of dudes from Villanova, uh, Purdue, so on and so forth. And most of the guys that gave me shit were like the New York guys that I know, like that I'm really – Good, like somewhat good friends with excuse me like you know guys like Corey Fisher and so on and so forth Evan Turner was there all these dudes were there and everybody like we had we, we were on their schedule and everyone was talking shit like the entire time <laughs> so my my entire time like while I was there I was sitting there just like defending every player we had on our team in comparison to who they had on their team everybody we like I was just literally just defending our entire team and staff and program because, you know, when you're around players, all they want to do is talk shit anyway. So I literally, before I left, because, like, we had a, a weird way we ended the uh, tournament or whatever, we ended up coming in third or whatever. Before I left, I was like, yo, I promise you, we're going to kick all y'all asses when we play you this year. <laughs> like, I, I, I promised them. I was like, I promise you. And I see every one of y'all. The only person that, that we didn't get was Robbie. They beat the crap out of us, Purdue. But uh, yeah. I was like, I promise you. When we see every one of you guys, we're going to kill y'all. <laughs> so going into the season, like, everything was just more or less, like, trying to keep my word. And I was talking shit the entire time before the games and with the guys mm-hmm. of my friends, at least. Like, talking to crap with those guys and just, like, it was just fun because, like, I enjoyed competing and playing ball. And I knew nobody competed like we competed. <laughs> like, no one practiced like we practiced. And had the people on our team, like, like on their teams, they weren't like us. So, like, it was just more like <laughs> – you know, it was just the, the vibe at the time. Like, I felt like we were a freaking good team. I felt like I put in a ton of work, and none of those guys were better than me in my mind at that time. Like, so it was just like, you know, it was what was going on. Right, we had so a couple of people say that 
I run college basketball was their favorite memory of you. Oh my gosh. <laughs> shouldn't have said that. <laughs> I was still like, damn, I was too excited. I shouldn't have said that. What's the tons of fun? Oh yeah. You kidding me? Sometimes you just block out and you just don't playing know. against five number, uh, top 10 draft picks. And I'm like, yeah, this is fun. Like, like I, you got snub for a uh, player of the year. Nah. I mean, I knew I wasn't, I knew I wasn't going to get like uh, the player of the year just off based off of there's like a one and done freshman there killing. And then Evan Turner was having an amazing year. And he did like absolutely everything for his team. Like I didn't have to do everything for our team. Like we had guys that were like infinitely better defenders than me that so I could go play and play comfortably. Like I didn't have to guard the best player like you and Devin did. And I didn't have to rebound every rebound like KJ did. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, Evan, Evan had guys to do some of those things at the same time. Mean, he, he had guys to do some of those things, but at the same time, he did a lot of everything for their team to run. Like, I didn't like – the team didn't run through me personally. Right. So you basically got to focus on what you do best in that Yeah, like, it was kind of like I had a simple job. Like, I just, like, I just did what I could and – and you guys like did a lot of fucking everything else, like because I couldn't do the everything else. Like, what, yeah. Was the goal like give Deshaun the ball, no matter what happened? That was, of course, the ball. Of that, course was, that was the goal. That was the funny thing. Was, the funny thing was that was like a last like ten seconds in the shot clock type deal. Like for the most part, we ran offense. Yeah, that's not, I don't remember if like during the season. Like I remember like you hit the game winner versus Marquette. Like crazy, like half spin. You dribble down court, crazy half spin back. Like you fucked up. Uh, what's his name? Forgot his Lazar name. Hayward. Yeah, fucked Forgot him up. Lazar Hayward. Crazy. Like he <laughs> fell and hit the. I was like, that's when I knew. Like, all right, this dude, <laughs> he's going to the league, bro. Like, it wasn't the forty-three points the year before. Yeah, <laughs> it wasn't that. All right, that's when I kind of knew. Up. I knew it was that's when I That's when I realized, like, this. He's he's different. Like, he's, he's just different. Because people was hitting, scoring a lot of points in games. You know what I'm saying? Like, people have all nights. You know what I'm saying? But exactly. you got to be different to come down the court and just hit somebody with that and hit the game one. You know what I'm saying? I think that for was- me, that that year, like, our team just never gave up. No matter what kind of situation we was in, no matter how down we were in the game, we just never gave up. And I think a lot of that is day, like, day's will to win. Like every time, every time I looked around and we were in a difficult situation, like nobody had their head down. We just always together. Like, how are we gonna get out of this? And I think that, that had a lot to do with Day, because he, as the uh, him as the leader, even if he didn't think he was a leader, or didn't call himself the leader, we were looking to him to see what his mood was and how he was reacting to things. And he never was down on anything, or at least it never showed. So I think that spread out to everybody else, and I think that's what was so special about our team, that team that year. Oh. Definitely. I kind of like funny you say that stuff. And then I sit there and think like everybody else's attitude, like in general, was just like confident. So it just made it easier for me to just like I never had to worry about what y'all were going to do. Like I knew what y'all was going to do. I knew how y'all were going to come out and play. Like even if it was going to be a bad game, I knew y'all wasn't going to let anybody just do whatever to do, do whatever they wanted to do. So like that made me a little bit more confident so I can go out there and just play as well and play free and just go out there and just do what I needed to do. So. You know, everybody's uh, it's good to know everybody was inspired by everybody. So. Talking of inspiration, uh, we have a tearjerker here. Uh, Matt Steele commented on our Facebook thread uh, My wife is Japanese, and we were back in West Virginia for a visit. She had never seen a quote unquote real basketball game. 
I took her to the Marquette game in December 2009. Deshaun hit a game winner at the buzzer, and my wife has been a WV basketball slash Deshaun Butler fan ever since. I've since shown my daughter that clip on YouTube a dozen or so times. She's playing basketball now and is also a huge WVU fan. Congratulations on the Hall of Fame, and thanks for the memories. Oh, thanks. That's awesome. Dope. Bro, we had some cool people in, the, in our games, bro. I thought we had a lot of good people that came to, to a bunch of our games, and I'm glad that we can have like that type of effect on people. That was pretty dope. A couple of people mentioned the incident, and then uh, one says, one of my favorites was the Villanova game on a Friday night where he scored 43 points at the Coliseum. There were questions whether or not he was even going to play that night because of an ankle injury and practice earlier that, earlier that week. He is one of the greats. Oh, thanks. You don't have to call it the incident, Dave. I got like, hurt, bro. It happens. <laughs> yeah, it's literally. And I've been hurt more. And I've gotten hurt more after that. Since, so. <laughs> <laughs> um, a couple of people that spell your name, D.E. Sean, well-meaning, uh, say, uh, with the game winner 4.2 seconds left in the Big East Championship against Georgetown, W60 Hoya 58, W's first ever Big East Championship. That was his second game winner in three days and also the sixth time that season he scored the game winner. Yeah, I love that game mainly because afterwards I got a chance to meet John Thompson, which was like awesome. Like, like that was like my first like actual face to face meeting, talking to John Thompson. So that was like big time. Like I always wanted to play at like you know play and see John Thompson, and just like I never got the opportunity, you know. So even like I got a, I got a chance to get recruited by Georgetown, and I just didn't get a chance to meet the staff so I can meet John Thompson. So like <laughs> that was like big for me. So then after the game was over, getting a chance to like sit there, have him like like yoke me up on my shoulders, and like yeah, like good job and congratulations and all that stuff, and good luck to you for everything you wanted to do, yada yada yada. It was like a that's probably like one of the biggest things I remember of that day. More, more like obviously we won the championship and everything like that but like meeting somebody that I looked up to like that since I was like <laughs> since I was like nine years old like the, everybody in Newark that I knew a bunch of people had like the Georgetown Hoya gear on just because of like you know Allen Iverson and Patrick Ewan and all those guys so like yeah it was like an honor to meet John Thompson John what other, favorite? Oh, sorry. What other celebrities did you meet uh in that tournament we had bad, mad people to come to our games. Like we had a, I mean, at the tournament we had what Denzel Washington came to a game, uh, Bill Clinton came to a game, um, Doctor Cornell West came to a game, but he came to our game at West Virginia. Though. Wasn't Denzel Washington? You said Denzel Washington. Right? Yeah, he came to our game in the Big East when we played against uh, Cincinnati. He was at that game. That was so you didn't you didn't meet none of them. I didn't get a chance to meet. You kidding me? No, niggas was letting me get next to no Denzel Washington. <laughs> <laughs> Like, get get him security. I was about to say, I was like, yeah, Cornell West came to the game, uh, the Villanova game, KJ. Really? Uh, when when we played them at home, yeah, Yeah, 43. Yeah, that game, he came there. That game, I was like, I thought he he, he came there to watch us lose at first. I was like, (laughs) (laughs) because you know, we don't like, you know, like, yeah, that's an interesting game for him to come to to watch Villanova, (laughs) yeah. And once again, we'd like to thank Chris Walters of Integrity Insurance Group for supporting the show. If you need home or auto insurance quotes, please call them at 304-346-9181 or just head over to their website at iigwv.com. Hey, so did you reach out to Integrity about your, your Bentley getting insured yet? 
Stop selling stuff that isn't I true. thought it was the Rolls Stop Royce. T- Stop telling. Well, it's I actually the Phantom, but we won't talk about that. We'll just, <laughs> we won't. It's three car. The Rolls needs to be in the shop. He has the three car garage over there at Cheat Lake and I'm matching you guys. Gotta have comprehensive insurance if Truck lives with you. Comprehensive. Wow. I'm sure integrity insurance will give you the best price, KJ. Exactly. I'm sure they will. Always go there. Must be good. Must be fun being rich. (laughs) Kevin Money Jones. I wouldn't know. (laughs) Deshaun's the one retiring. He must have a sizable nest egg there. No, he's actually scraping the bottom. (laughs) We didn't ask that, but we asked about your financial situation. <laughs> oh, you're a piece of shit. That was a dazzle. <laughs> I got uh, a couple of people that just said everything you did in the uniform from Irish Mike. Ty McClung said too, mar- too many to narrow down just one. Lori 111.16 said uh, every time he stepped on the court. So we had a lot of people just saying, you know, thank you for being you. But there's one that's two that stood out. Uh, John Halton said the college visit you hosted. Oh my god! Favorite memory of Deshaun. <laughs> let's talk, let's talk. Let's get more into the uh, to detail about the visit. <laughs> no, what happened? <laughs> Why was it so memorable for him, Deshaun? Nah, it was my uh, first time meeting Sponge. You know, no lie. And uh, Coach Harrison, um, like, which is this is rare because I, I it wasn't my first time hosting anybody on their visit, but um. Yeah, you hosted me for sure. Yeah, exactly. But you were already coming though, so there's no pressure in that scenario. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, but like freaking this one is like usually when I host the visitors, I had all the help in the world. Like they just didn't leave people with me because I'm not like I'm I'm fun. I have a good time and try to have fun and be cool to talk to. But I'm not like the person you leave one on one with people. <laughs> like I'm not that type of like I don't feel like I'm that kind of guy. Maybe maybe I am. Maybe I'm not. But like they give me sponge to like you know show around and take around and meet people and so on and so forth. So. Like I took him and showed him around, introduced him to my roommates and introduced him to the to the city and where he can and where he can't go, what he should and shouldn't do. Like guys like Jawan, who he's gonna be around, I tried to make sure he was around those guys. Like and I explained to him basically what it was gonna be like being here playing for Coach Huggins and how much of a, a grind it was. And he didn't give a shit. He was just like, I'm ready to get to work. So, like, it was, a, it was a lot of fun being around him. That was my first time, like, actually meeting him, sitting down with him, like, getting a good feel for what, you know, what he was going to bring to the, uh, to the program. And he was nothing but great personally to me. Like. But what did y'all do for him to say that <laughs> that was his best memory of you? <laughs> well, that's the only time me and him really got a chance to like hang out, hang out. I was out, gonna so. say probably just the one-on-one aspect. Yeah, I was gonna say I didn't really. We didn't go. We didn't get a chance to go to too many Happy places. Ending. Took him out to a. I took him to a club. No, the, that I don't think that place was open at the time. I'm just joking. <laughs> anyway, uh, just jokes, just jokes. But no, um, like I think he showed up around the weekend time, so like I got a chance to like take him out to a uh, certain places so he can see just see what Morgantown's like on Fridays and Saturdays. I tried to make sure I didn't take him because I wasn't trying to hang out with the uh, players at the time. So I tried to make sure, like, I take him to other places. And then if one of the players is going to be here, I call one of the players and I'm like, hey, why don't you take Holton to here or take him there? So, like, just, like, basically, like, architecting the entire weekend was, like, my first time, like, you know, doing it by myself. Usually Joe, Mazzullo, and John, and, <laughs> and Cam, and those guys, like, usually it was, like, a group effort. So I never had to really just, like, focus – by myself on just the player. So uh, that was my first 
official like hosting a player and he committed so nice i'm gonna end with uh one really nice one that is beyond basketball big arnie 18 on instagram said when you delivered the donations to fairmont and mannington areas after the flooding yeah i have big help thanks john thanks kevin <laughs> everybody else that helped me with that the funny thing is i got the uh idea from john because we had did something similar the year the summer before and that was like one of those things where I was like, it made me think uh, before I started my my uh, nonprofit, like it was just like, bro, like this is a dope thing that John's doing. And I was like, I wish I could do more of this as well, like just to be helpful. You know what I'm saying? And yeah. the next summer came around and then obviously the disaster came around for them and you know, the people that lived in Manhattan. So like, I asked John like how he did everything and he kind of like broke it down. And then I took whatever I remember from what we were doing and ask my friends and people that have free time to come and help and collect and everybody came and showed out for me which was like awesome and we got enough things up there and thanks to coach martin coach martin like came down and like helped use his truck and mine and we went up there and took all the things down to mannington so like it was a uh, i was just happy to help honestly okay, you started your nonprofit. Based off of, yeah, I started after that. I mean, during that process, based off of, you know, the year before when you were helping out um, and you you had me, KJ, you had, uh, we were at, uh, in front of, the, not the book exchange, but we were, in, were we in front of the book exchange? It was the print store. Yeah, yeah we were in front of the print store. So, like, yeah. that's, that was my first time seeing it. And I was just like, yo, this would be something good to, like, try to do consistently every summer because I'm never here during the year. And just help the community out a little bit and just show, like, at least that, you know, I want to help or I care or whatever the case may be. So, Rob Summers. To, oh, sorry, guys. Shout out to WVU Best Signs. Yeah, shout out to them. Good people. West Virginia Pronto Prince, proud sponsor awesome. of the Best Virginia team and alumni game. Oh, and thank you for that too, John. I appreciate that as well. So, for what? That was, that was very helpful. It kind of helped me do what I'm doing now. So, uh, Day, uh, Rob Summers mentioned that you announced your retirement. Is that true? Yes, it is true. Oh. Wow. Yeah, bro. I think I saw that. I just wanted to ignore it. Cause... Which, is, <laughs> which is your prerogative. So you're, not, <laughs> you're not giving me any hope here. <laughs> I mean, geez, John, like you're, you're, uh, you've been one of the most healthy players I've ever played with, is, along with Kevin Jones. So, like, <laughs> like I, hopefully I bear all the injuries that you guys probably would have had. So, <laughs> so, so how old are you, 33? 32. It's high. So it's, it's, it's over for sure. Done deal, bro. I got already uh, started uh, sending out uh, resumes and contacting coaches, and I've been on the phone like for like the last two weeks. So, so what? So what was it? Is, was it a mix of you know? Was it just the love of the game is gone, or just your body breaking down? Nah, it's not even the love of the game. I love basketball, but yeah. like, uh, just I think like last year was my first time like being away from my family for a year. Mm -hmm. That sucked. Uh, I enjoyed playing though. That was like the most fun I had playing though. Yeah. Uh, and I wanted to like finish my career more or less having the most fun I could, which it was that past year. Um, it didn't help. I was like still in between. Like that's when I was like, you know, I talked to you about uh like job searching and stuff like that, KJ. Yeah. Like yeah. I was still in between. I was like, yo, you know, I still might want to play. And I know me personally, I would always want to play basketball. <laughs> like, but some things like you I kind of felt like I got to make sure I'm straight. Like I had a little small injury and then I was just like, yeah, I just can't keep doing this to my body. <laughs> like, yeah. 
So it was just, you know, get healthy, get my body together. I still could be around basketball, help other people get wherever they want to go through basketball further than me to my space or whatever they wanted to do. And I could still be around it. You know, obviously, like, if it was up to me, if I could just switch bodies and just play basketball forever, I'd do it. But that's yeah. not – we're not there scientifically yet. So, <laughs> when we so get you, there, though, I might be making a comeback. So, so you want to get into coaching for sure. Yeah, most definitely. Like, I really – the funny thing is, like, the, the sponge story. And mm-hmm. I was talking to Terry Henderson, like, I want to say, like, yesterday. And just thinking, like, my first year being a GA, like – I learned so much from Coach Huggins, Coach Harrison, Coach Martin, Ronnie Everhart, Coach Hahn. I just had so many people around me and meeting numerous coaches like on the road and whoever we played, you know, it was just, it was eye-opening to know that like, yo, I can still really enjoy being around basketball and not play. Mm. And at that time, I still really wanted to play though. Like that was just like, Yo, I got to try. Like, Andy and Doc and all those guys rehabbed me and got me right. And opportunity came up, and I took it to go play. But, like, I always, like, once I got back to playing, I would talk to all the coaches I played for, the staff, just trying to figure out why they do what they do. So I can, like, I was kind of, like, prepping toward doing this in the future. Like, talking to Joe Missoula, talking to Rob, talking to Darius, talking to all these guys, just trying to figure out, why they're doing the things they do, what made them, you know, make the decisions they made as coaches and just trying to learn as much as I can. So when this time ever came, whenever it would come, like I just, I would be fine with the decision and hopefully find uh, a place to work. (laughs) What level, what level would you want to coach at? I really just want to get into the business. It really wouldn't matter like what level it is personally, like, D3. I mean, everybody has to start somewhere. So D3, D2, junior college, whatever. If, it, if I was lucky enough to go into a D1 team, that'd be awesome. But that's like a rarity. That's a rarity. You might be able to skip a couple steps. I mean, if I'm lucky, I will. But once again, like you all know, I'm not really great with timing. So like um, to, to stop playing now during the pandemic and everybody's been furloughed, it's not the easiest time to just like pop into a job. But at the same time, like I'm not even, I want to say I'm not worried. It's just more or less like I know for a fact the decision I made was just like it was fitting, and this is the way I'd rather it uh, stop. You know, mm-hmm. yeah, I, don't, I don't, I don't know if you'll be able to still do the podcast if you're a coach. Yeah, I probably won't, but that's neither here. I, I don't have a job, so <laughs> you're my main employer right now. <laughs> you're my main employer right now. Yeah, about that, we're gonna have to renegotiate your contract. Is all. Yeah, we will. We might, we might have to. Cross that bridge when we get to it, though. Yeah, exactly. I'd rather wait because uh, no need to uh, jinx anything. That's day. Going are you done with the TBT team? Uh, I'm kind of finished playing. I mean, I'll work out and stuff like that, but like playing competitively, I'm cool. Wow. I just gotta ask, man. If you you take one year off and you feel you're feeling good, your body's feeling good, and you're like, I can do this. I could probably do this again. Do you think that will happen? Or... I would just wait for you to get back so I could play against y'all. Like, I'd rather – like, honestly, at the end of the day, like, I feel like I was playing for more – like, obviously for to get paid. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> but more, like, just for the – I enjoyed the camaraderie around, like, being around everybody. Like, it was great to be on a team. Like, I enjoy the aspect of traveling and seeing different things, seeing different people, meeting different people, figuring out how to put 
this group of guys together, like yada yada yada. Like that was always like one of my main reasons to playing. So, yo, so we're, we're definitely going to need you for one more year to bust for Virginia team. <laughs> so. I'll be I'll be more than happy to you know pick up pick up your towels. I'll be more than happy <laughs> to wipe the sweat off your heads and and do all that stuff. Well, of course, bro. I'm always here. Like you guys are. Uh, we are all we have, so. We should start uh, our AAU program and bring Dre up. He's the franchise. So. Yeah, I just started working Dre out, like, officially, like, what? Like, a week and a half ago, so. That's dope. What is he? He's more into the baseball or soccer or what? He just, <laughs> just wants to be. Everything. No lie, he loves baseball, but he just, like, for some for some reason, he just likes hanging out with me, so. Like, he just wants Aww. to be. some reason. For some reason. I can't put a finger on it. He just likes hanging out with me, doing whatever I do, so, like. If I, t- I told him I was going to go to the gym, he's like, I want to go. So I take him to the gym. We do some ball handling, get some shots up, do some more ball handling, and call it a day. Yeah. I love like, your new podcast about coaching. Call it a day. Call it a day. Oh, I like that. Oh, that's that's good. Before somebody, before somebody steals it. <laughs> I like it. I like it. Yeah, this has been another episode of the Final Forecast with me, Jay Flo. I'm my guy KJ with me. You, Sean Butler. Congrats. Hey, yo, appreciate it. Appreciate it. That's brother. Already, Brody. Our lovely co-host Ash. That's me. Yeah, Dave. So what, what, what's next? The statue? We're going to get the statue built? The jersey tied? We got to do all that? Hopefully, hopefully they could just build me an arena real quick, and then we can go from there and start <laughs> doing what we need to do on the sides. You know, we'll talk We'll talk after the show. Bro. I like the way you think. The day Sean Blue Arena. Mm. Help, like helping it. kids. And get the AU program started in there. I like it. See? I See? Like mm. it. The man has vision. And subscribe to the New Day podcast whenever that decides to happen. <laughs> <laughs> Oh yeah, Dave. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. I'll just edit myself in. It's fine. I'll just edit myself. <laughs> like you normally do. Just do yeah, as usual. usual. As usual. And this I is a conversations st- by myself. This is a stupid picture of you on fucking. <laughs> it's my work I think photo. It's pro- I was gonna say it's professional. His professional. There's no way. It's like a class movie. picture. It's like. <laughs> it's it was shot by a really old school photographer, and that's one of those blue like. 90s style uh backdrops that they used to why do you have that yeah. grin like that though like is that a 90s grin to match the backdrop i have british <laughs> teeth like i have i have very british teeth and i it's I, not I, even a smile though it's like one of those hmm. <laughs> <laughs> you like a douche dave <laughs> thank douche you dave. <laughs> look like a douche he has on a sweater <laughs> <laughs> That's terrible, guys. I rock the sweater. The sweater's great. What the fuck? You has a pullover with the it's summertime on The collar hanging out of his. Like, I didn't take it this week. It's like three years ago. You, you look like he's on like Dawson's that. Creek. <laughs> I don't want to win. Some style is timeless, and I'm sorry you guys don't. Definitely. Know. And the comb over. <gasps> Dave Vanderbeek. Dave Vanderbeek. <laughs> Um, Jealousy comes in many different ways, and I'm sorry you had to admit it like that. <laughs> KJ, that was the perfect word. <laughs> I haven't heard that word in a long time. Chuck, Chuck said you like Dexter's Laboratory. <laughs> <laughs>